Chapter 38 Rays of morning light poured into the windows. Resma blinked a few times and lifted her head from the table. A cold mug lay next to the lone candle. A comfortable quilt had been placed on her shoulders, and she gathered it closer around her. Giselle's bed was neatly made, with no one sleeping in it, and Gilly was still asleep. Ilse's bed was also neatly made and empty. Resma looked out the window and saw Dash grazing outside. It was quiet with just him outside. Giselle came into the cottage and looked up at Reshma. Giselle! Reshma smiled. Good morning. Where's Ilse? Giselle turned, and a look of relief crossed her face. Oh, you finally awoken, child, Giselle replied with a raspy voice. I haven't seen Ilse for a few hours. But where did she go? Reshma asked. Why didn't you tell me sooner? Giselle said wearily, "'Well, I wanted to wait until it was a problem, you see. "'Maybe she went off hunting. "'I'm not a granny. "'But I think she left some time last night.' "'What?' Rusma cried. "'Why would she do this?' "'You were the last to speak with her, not me,' Giselle insisted. "'But she had the look of a hero's remorse on her face. "'That's for sure.' "'I need to find her before she gets killed!' Reshma said. She can take care of herself fine, but nothing good ever comes from being so rash. Is it my fault? A voice murmured. Reshma turned and realized Gilly was sitting up in bed wearing an oversized nightgown. What do you mean, sweet child? Giselle asked. You found me, Gilly began, looking at Reshma. Maybe she thinks that because we're together that you're... Done fighting? Reshma interrupted. Ilse isn't thinking straight. I'm getting my things. Giselle slipped out of the cottage, not saying anything or looking at anyone. Reshma began taking her sleeping clothes off and hastily putting on her riding clothes. She had barely arrived, so she was only half unpacked anyway. Her mind raced with anger and frustration, which made it more difficult to work quickly. She could feel Gilly's eyes watching her and looked over her shoulder to see Gilly standing there, holding her cape but still wearing her nightgown. What's wrong, Gil? Reshma asked. You're leaving. Her sister replied, You just got here. It doesn't mean you have to stay, Rushma replied. We'll likely come back once we're safe. You could come with me if you want. Your choice. I don't think there's anything here for you. It shouldn't be much of a debate anyway, Rushma thought. It's either stick with your family or not. Gilly, fetch me some bergamots. I am tired as an old grey mule, Giselle said from outside. The girl obediently went off in search of the herb, leaving her cloak behind. What happened to you, Gil? Reshma wondered to herself as she was left alone in the house. Reshma suddenly flinched at a loud noise. Gilly was screaming or yelling or something. Reshma looked out the window to see about five or eight Yildirims flooding into the clearing. They were surrounding Dash, Gilly, and Giselle, who looked like she was in the middle of saddling the horse. Reshma quickly darted out of the cottage and unsheathed her long sword. Blades first, fire second. Before a single Ilderim sword was raised, Reshma flung herself at the soldiers, cutting them down with her sword and flames. Shots of fire erupted from her hands, scorching and igniting weapons. The fire within her was so intense that one unlucky lad fell and rolled around, engulfed in an unquenchable torch. Gilly, you shouldn't be here! Reshma cried over the noise of battle. I'm not a child anymore! Gilly shouted back. Besides, you're ruining the patch of arrowroots! Gilly had one hand around Giselle and the other was shooting fire from her palm as she sang in a pure soprano. 
Reshma finally created a ring of fire around her sister, the old woman, and their steed, which meant they were protected, but now Moria Ilderims turned on her. More came from all directions. Reshma looked around in confusion. How many were waiting? How many were out there? She was suddenly blasted with an electric shock. Someone actually grabbed her by the shoulder as she felt the pain ripple through her body. She fell to the ground, and the grip she had on her bewitched fire loosened. She couldn't hear much. Her ears rang. Reshma felt a sharp pain in her side. Her body had no desire to rise, but her instincts were screaming at her to grasp her sword and fight. Two soldiers grabbed Reshma by her arms and roughly pulled her to her feet without mercy. They directed her vision towards Gilly. She and the others were surrounded by surviving soldiers. Hold your fire, one called. Unless you want to see your granny shake like a leaf, too. Reshma focused her thoughts and energy on breathing. One of the soldiers standing between those in the scorched ring pointed to a few others and told them to search Giselle's property. Two or three listened and walked away. You're coming with us, so move quietly and close together, the soldier holding Reshma said. The soldier, a woman, shoved Reshma towards the others and Gilly took a few steps to catch Reshma and steady her. Gilly kept looking to Giselle with pleading eyes. She was frightened after seeing her sister flail on the ground and counting how many soldiers were around to guard them. Giselle kept a stern face and placed both her hands on her walking stick with contempt. Please help us, Gilly whispered. Reshma couldn't tell if it was for her or for Giselle, but her muscles were twitching and shaking, so she couldn't do much besides stand in a wide stance. It was better than being on all fours. If it's what you wish, child, came the soft reply. She hardly moved a muscle as thick tree roots and vines burst through the ground, exploding through Giselle's garden. Reshma looked up to see all the Ilderim soldiers were entangled in thick vines. They were flailing their feet and hands to break free, but they were defenseless against the vice-like grip. She held her hand out, keeping her spell steady. Hey! One soldier barked. Put us down! He tried to free himself by casting thunder, but felt the full brunt of his own attack. The vines thrashed his limp body around in the air. Dearies, Giselle said, speaking to the girls, you should leave while you have the chance. Gilly looked to Giselle. Go to the safe place or follow your sister. Gilly nodded and gave her a big smile. She turned her back to Reshma and broke into a run. She jumped and suddenly morphed into a falcon. She soared into the sky and disappeared over the trees, much to Reshma's surprise. Gilly! she cried. She didn't waste much time, but instead rushed towards Dash, mounted and urged him forward and away from the cottage. Come on, Dash, Reshma whispered to the steed. Let's find Ilse and Gilly. Hell, let's get out of this place. The beast galloped onward with excitement and power, and Reshma held onto the horse's neck for dear life. Giselle was left alone with all the Ilderim soldiers at her disposal. They protested and yelled from a few feet off the ground. Suddenly, she disappeared before their eyes. Her vines uncoiled themselves and slunk back into the soil. The soldiers all fell to the ground and either passed on or stared there, appalled. The cabin had disappeared. The old woman disappeared. It was just the soldiers and a torn garden.